Welcome to the Self Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self love for breakfast. Hello there, friends, and welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. Super glad that you're here. I hope you have been enjoying all of the episodes thus far. We just had our 100th episode of Self Love Sunday, which is really cool. We are coming up on almost two years. Yeah, it'll be two years in a few weeks of Self Love Sunday. So I'm thinking about doing something a little special with you guys. I kind of want to do something big. So stay tuned for that. I will keep you posted on what we figure out and what we decide. But I am feeling really called to just make it really big to celebrate two years of me sitting down every week and pouring my guts out with my self-love journey and what I go through and just sharing it with you guys and hoping that you see a little bit of yourself in there and that it helps you, you know, or that you feel inspired. So Self Love Sunday comes out every Sunday and there are 100 episodes of this. So if you haven't listened to any, I invite you to check them out. Of course, you can always go back to the beginning and listen to all of them. There are a lot, (laughs) but they are in little bites. So anywhere between like two and a half to five minute episodes just little bites of self-love. So this week, I want to talk to you guys about the things that I wish I knew when I started my fitness journey. (laughs) There are so many things, but I narrowed it down to five. These are basically things that, you know, maybe if I went back to talk to my past self, I could save some time, some effort, some energy, some heartache, maybe give myself a little shake on the shoulders. (laughs) So the first one is that progress isn't linear. I think when I started my journey, I was really just kind of like, okay, I want to look this way and go. And I failed to realize that, you know, there's this thing called life. (laughs) Life happens. Life can get in the way. Life can slow you down. Life can speed you up. And I really thought like I would just start at point A, get to point B or, you know, get to point Z and everything would be fine. What I didn't realize is that over time, I measured progress differently. You know, at one point it was weight. At another point, it was measurements. At another point, it was how much weight I could lift. So the fact that just like the different metrics varied is one thing. But then also, you know, in my physique, like, of course, I wanted to look good. My original motivation for doing anything ever when it came to nutrition, exercise, anything, especially, you know, before I found like real true fitness was... I want to look good. And guess what? I still want to look good, especially being the owner of a fitness brand and having a model for the brand. Like I want to look good and looking good in my clothes makes me feel good. So it's important for me to look good. Do I think it's everything? Absolutely not. 
And I believe that our bodies are so much more than what they look like. And I have talked on this podcast and on Instagram and everywhere really about how when people say things like your body is the least interesting thing about you, like it makes me want to rip my hair out of my head because that's not true. Your body is so freaking interesting. Your body is everything. Your body is so important and it holds your soul and it holds your heart and it holds your energy and your life force. And so like, yeah, like looking pretty and like being skinny, like (laughs) those are things that, that don't matter. I believe they don't matter as much and aren't that interesting. But when it comes to your actual body, our bodies are incredible, you guys. So like, I think that is such a false statement and phrase and I do not like it. But yeah, so like, you know, of course, when you're working out, a lot of us want to look good when we look in the mirror and maybe that's not our primary goal, but you know, somewhere on the priority list, it tends to be kind of high. And that's just real talk. Anyone who tells you they don't give a crap about what they look like at all. One, I want a dose of that confidence juice (laughs) to not care about what you look like at all ever. And two, you know, like, I don't know necessarily if that's the truth. So progress isn't linear. Just this last year, for example, um, if we actually go back to 2018, I had a really rough year. I gained a bunch of weight. I was about 15 pounds heavier. Now this weight looked very different on me. I was 155. Now 155 looked way friggin' fitter on me than 146 did back when I started my fitness journey. So if, if I had started my fitness journey and I'm like 146 and you had told me, Hey, you're going to be 155 and you're going to be okay with it. I would have been like, what? (laughs) No way. Absolutely not. Hell no. Get me out of here. But at one point I weighed 155. And like I said, it, it had been a tough year and I'd gained about 15 pounds, but I still was you know, reasonably fit. And I was pretty friggin' strong. And I actually pretty much like felt good. Um, the only thing I wasn't a huge fan of is that I just felt, you know, I was on the top side of my clothes and I felt a little uncomfortable. And there were some things I sized up in for photo shoots, but when it came down to like what I wore, I mean, I was still wearing my clothes. So it wasn't like insane of a jump, but Later, I started to really focus on losing that weight so I could just feel better overall. And I, I know that I gained it not because I was like joyful and enjoying life. It was just a really, really, really hard year. And I knew that priority was not trying to get skinny. <laughs> like that was not my priority. My priority was to hang on with everything I had. And that's what I did. And I ended up, you know, getting through that year and being really grateful for giving myself that grace and for not ripping myself to shreds at every turn because I'd put on this weight. And then in 2019, you know, it became more of a priority for me to get fitter. And so I did, but it's kind of cool because, you know, 2019, I did a little bit of traveling and whatnot. I buckled down really hard at the end of the summer And then, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of small in October, 2019, and I weighed about 140. And then I went on a few months of like traveling and the holidays happened. I got sick with the flu and, you know, I put on a little fluff, but it was cool. Like if you compared my photo in October of 2019, and then you looked at February, 2020, you'd be like, oh, wow. Like you look less fit. 
And that's okay because progress isn't linear. It's just not. I was enjoying life and I was traveling and I was eating up for the holidays and it just wasn't a priority for me to worry about maintaining this physique that I had had in October. So yeah, if we could go back in time and talk to talk to little pre-fitness crystal, <laughs> then I would tell her, hey, progress isn't linear and it's okay. You're not going to look this way today. And then this ideal frame that you have in your mind, however long away from now, it's going to ebb. It's going to flow. You're going to gain weight. You're going to lose weight. You're going to gain muscle. You're going to lose muscle. And it's okay. Everyone wants to get back, quotes, get back to where they were. And then a lot of times, like it's high school they want to get back to. And that was just so silly and unreasonable to want to get back to your high school body when you were like a teenager and now you're a grown woman. Like things have changed, especially if you've had kids, things have changed. So I think it's important to always just look forward. Just keep looking forward. Where do you want to be? If you're not where you want to be, then work there, get there. You will get there. So the second thing I wish I had known when I started my fitness journey was that nutrition is everything, but there's also a lot of conflicting information out there. Now, I wasn't aware about fueling my body when I got into fitness and boy, did that, (laughs) did I learn that quickly when I just wasn't able to like hack it through workouts because I wasn't eating enough carbs. So I I think relatively quickly, this is probably the one thing that I learned the fastest was nutrition is so important. And I can't resort to all these crazy gimmicks and fads that I had been doing all along, I had to actually learn how to eat food. And I had to learn how to fuel my workouts and uh, also, you know, go fuel myself for my goals. And what does that look like? And I learned that I can eat whatever I want. I can still enjoy things that I enjoy. Whereas like before pre-fitness crystal believed that this food was bad and that food is bad and you can't have this and you can't have that. And if you eat this, it's a cheat meal or a cheat day. And now I don't believe in cheats. I believe in moderation. And I've really learned what that was. No one teaches you what moderation actually is. But everyone says that that old quote, everything is good in moderation. But what is moderation? So learning that and injecting that into my nutrition for myself and really kind of stumbling through this whole process of how much do I need to eat to maintain? What do I need to eat to lose? If I want to put on muscle, what does that look like? How much protein should I be eating? And even just this week, you guys, like for the past few months, I have been maintaining and I just this last week just tried, you know, got back on my on my numbers. And you know, my goal is to cut a little bit more fat. And holy crap, you guys, I've been finally eating the amount of protein that I should be eating because I was so loosely tracking before I didn't I wasn't really aware of how much protein I was getting in. And I definitely wasn't hitting it. Well, this last week, I have been hitting it. And I feel so much better. I have so much more energy. It's ridiculous. I should know this. I'm a nutrition coach, right? But 
in going with the flow and just not, you know, I didn't want to track my numbers for the last several months that we have been in lockdown and quarantine and masks and, you know, not really going anywhere. I've just been like, okay, well, we're really loose about this. But when you understand nutrition and how it works, then you understand that there are just like little tweaks here and there that you can make that will just make everything so much better and not just a weight loss or weight gain or whatever situation in performance and not just performance in the gym, but in your everyday life, making sure you have enough energy, making sure that you feel good, making sure your digestive system is operating properly. Like these are all really important things. So nutrition is everything. And it's honestly like when I say that it's, you know, confusing, it's not that confusing. It's very simple, but it's made to be confusing. And And there's a reason for that. People want your money. And so if we, if we confuse you and we make you believe that, Hey, try this thing or drink this stuff or whatever, and you're going to lose weight or you're going to like, whatever, that's what confuses. That's what muddies the waters. But nutrition is actually pretty simple. Another thing, number three, that I wish I knew before I started my fitness journey was the training program that I would stick to. I used to believe that I had to do a very specific style of training because I wanted to look a certain way. And yes, if you want to look a certain way, there is a very specific thing that you should be doing for training like that. That is just what it is. And if you want to perform a certain way, right? So if you want to be in a competitive CrossFit athlete or a power lifter or a strongman, like there are certain things that you have to do for training and there's no way around it. Like you can't go to Zumba and think you're going to go win a strongman competition. Like that's not going to happen. I mean, you can work Zumba in, of course, if you want to, but my point is really about working out and training and exercise. You're going to stick to what you enjoy. And it took me a really, really, really long time to realize that, which is pretty simple, right? But for me, I was chasing this like physique, but it wasn't enough motivation for me. Like looking a certain way just wasn't enough motivation for me to get in the gym and hit this boring program. I didn't want to do the boring stuff. I don't really like working out. it's a secret. (laughs) I really like lifting. Lifting is great, but you know, like cardio and, and those kind of things like was never really my jam. And so I started out doing CrossFit style training and I realized that it's a lot easier for me to stick to because I don't get bored. If I am straight lifting every day while I enjoy it, I also get bored and I just don't want to do it. I want to go in there and be like, oh, this is different. And I'm doing something different than I was the day before and the day before and the day before. And and that doesn't go for everyone. Some people, the training program that they will stick to is pole fitness, or maybe it's cardio dance parties or Zumba or the Peloton or just straight up bodybuilding style bro gym workouts, you know, like you have to figure out the training program that you will stick to. Now, if 
like I said, if you have very, very, very specific goals, well, then it doesn't matter if you like it or not. You just have to stick to it and override your, your own system. And you may be bored to tears, but if you want to be a competitive bodybuilder, well, you have to do the, the training that goes along with that. So you may not like it. It may be boring. But if you want the result more than you care about the actual training, then that's obviously very, very different. If you're just a regular person and you don't care, you know, you just want to be healthy, you want to look good, you don't have this specific thing in your mind, you know, that you want to compete for or, you know, you don't want a butt a mile long or, you know, then just do what you love, do what you enjoy, do what you'll stick to. I wish I had known that in the beginning, or I wouldn't have program hopped my butt off. And also that changed, you know, there were certain things that I could stick to, you know, I stuck to um, an Olympic lifting program for well over a year, because I really, really enjoyed it. And then after a while, it started to be a, you know, wore on me a little bit. And I was never going to be a competitive Olympic lifter, like, a you know, weightlifter. I didn't want to. That's why I say I would never. That wasn't my goal. So I was like, all right, let's let's change. Let's change that up. And recently, I've been doing more CrossFit style working out. I am a member of Street Parking. And it changes every day. The program's phenomenal. I love it. And I do that. And sometimes I do whatever my husband gets programmed. And that's what we do. And we're getting Pelotons soon. So once those arrive, like my program will change again. So I think, uh, you know, going back in time and telling myself, hey, it's okay to just do what you like. <laughs> and also, you know, it's okay to change that up. And you don't have to do the super boring program if you don't want to. So another thing I wish I knew when I started my fitness journey is that supplements are just that. They are supplemental. I remember asking or seeing people ask like, hey, what protein shake is best for weight loss? <laughs> like that was a really stupid question because there isn't a protein shake that's best for weight loss. I mean, they try to market them that way, but really it's just about the protein. And if you're trying to lose weight, it's about your overall calorie consumption, not what's in one single protein shake. I mean, there are great supplements out there on the market. There's some, you know, kind of garbagey ones that are filled with stuff, but overall supplements are just there. They're there to supplement what you're not getting in your diet. And there are also people who are like, I don't, I don't use supplements. I prefer real food. Okay. It's kind of like apples and oranges here, because if you're not getting in your diet, what you need from real food, well, then supplements will supplement that they're not there to replace real food. FYI, the only I think supplement I really don't like my clients ever using is a fiber supplement, like you should be able to get your fiber from your diet, like there's no way there's no reason why you shouldn't and fiber supplements are so it's just not the same. It's not the same as getting it from your diet. It really just isn't. Whereas, you know, getting protein powder and supplementing your protein intake because you just cannot stand to eat another friggin' chicken breast <laughs> is totally fine. It is totally 
fine. And then there's also things that we just can't get, you know, our uh, vitamins and minerals in our soil are, I mean, it's depleted. And so you're going to get vegetables that like, yeah, they still have nutrients, but they're lacking the kind of nutrients that a lot of what we need. So you might want to supplement like magnesium, for example, that's just something that it's a lot harder for us to get in our food these days. So taking a magnesium supplement perfectly fine. Not the end of the world. I take a lot of supplements. Actually, I don't take a multi currently. I do have a friend who owns a supplement brand. It's Zenify and I use her. It's D plus K. I can't remember if it's D2 plus K. Well, I don't even, I have no idea. I'm not an expert in that. Um, <laughs> but because the, the D is better absorbed when you have the mineral of K. And so she's coming out with a multivitamin that has vitamins and minerals in it because a lot of these vitamins are kind of useless without the mineral. And that's what a lot of uh, multivitamins tend to miss. Now, I also take a hormonal supplement. I just started recently taking a stress supplement from a brand called Nuputics, nuputicshealth.com. And I love their stuff. Their hormone master has helped me incredibly. I'm really actually enjoying the stress master. I definitely have been seeing a difference, uh, better quality sleep. I'm definitely feeling a little less stress considering I, I own two businesses. It's been a real great help. And they also have an inflammation master I've been using, but they have so many things like microbiome master uh, for your gut health and thyroid master. And they just have so many incredible things that you just cannot get in your diet. Like you're not going to get these supplements just in your everyday diet. So I highly, highly recommend them if you're looking for something to supplement your diet and to kind of add to your life, especially if you have some kind of weird issue going on and you'd rather attack it from a natural standpoint. So if you go to nuputicshealth.com, it's N-U-P-E-U-T-I-C-S health.com and you use code EXTELROSE, then you guys will get a few bucks off and it's totally worth it. So if you get it, please DM me and let me know what you think about the stuff. It is so good. So, 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 so good. But yes, supplements are meant to be supplemental. They are not meant to take over your entire diet. We're not going to sit here and just eat pills all day <laughs> or powders, but they are there to supplement what we don't necessarily have. I mean, creatine is the most researched supplement ever and people complicate it. And I don't know, some people think it's like drugs. It's definitely not. I mean, you get creatine in meat when you eat meat, you know, so creatine is another thing a lot of people don't know about. I had no idea about it. I didn't realize that um, it could make me better <laughs> to have creatine in my body. And it's a great supplement. Don't complicate it. Creatine monohydrate good stuff. So yeah, so like these are just, you know, supplements are just there to supplement. You don't have to take them. You don't have to. I mean, and sometimes in some cases, the increase in performance or whatever is going to be so nominal. It's just not going to matter. So my two cents on supplements, I'm sure someone will have something to say about it. So finally, oh my goodness. I wish someone told me this when I was in my early twenties, forget at the beginning of my fitness journey. Is that what works for one person may not work for another. So stop comparing. <laughs> I would look at these bodies, these women's bodies, and I would just be like, oh my God, I want to look like her. Or like, when will I have abs? Or how long did it take you to get abs? 
because however long it took Susie or Becky to get abs doesn't mean it's going to take me the same amount of time because our bodies are so different. We have so much of our own personal stuff going on in our bodies that we don't know how long it's going to take to do something that someone else did that took them X amount of time. And, you know, different diets, like you see people going on these diets and seeing this incredible progress. And sometimes it's not really about the actual diet they went on. It's more the fact that they were consistent and that they were in a caloric deficit. People don't see that and honor that enough just to see that like, Oh, with this diet, my friend lost as much weight and my other friend did this and they lost that or intermittent fasting or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, if you just like picked something and stuck to it, you would likely see results. But because you're hopping around and you're not just like sticking to one thing, your body is not going to be able to, I mean, you just, you're not consistent. That's generally the key to success in most every area, but definitely in the dieting or diet, fitness, health realm, be consistent. It's better for you to be consistent at 80% than like go hard 100% for like a week or two and then fall off the planet for the rest of the time. So yeah, stop comparing. I have seen people out there on the internet just, oh, I can't stand these people that act like, this worked for me. So this is everyone else should do this legit. Like there are people out there that are like, this worked for me. It's totally nuanced, right? They have no credentials. They have no, like none of that. And they have just decided they are the expert end all be all in said subject. And they will tell you that you should be doing this. They don't know you from a hole in the wall. They don't know your history. They don't know anything other than that you're a human. (laughs) And they know what's best for all humans. It's crazy to me. Like in my coaching, I look at every individual. I look at their activity. I look at their age. I look at their, you know, um, (laughs) their weight, like just before I even consider determining what their numbers are going to be or what their intake should be to look at a person that you know nothing about and then be like, this will work for you. is insane. Like, it's insane. And, and that's why, you know, I'm really uh, against, you know, these people putting out these little programs with, with that have meal plans attached to it. Right. And it's like your little 1500 calorie, 1600 calorie meal plan may work for, you know, this one chick, but it, it most likely is really going to be damaging to another chick. Like this is not, not good. So I really encourage you to not look at other people and think, Hey, why am I not there yet? Or I've been at this longer and they haven't, or, you know, like you just never know what someone else is doing. You don't know what their journey is. You don't know if they're using something or not. You don't know if they've been, you know, a million times more consistent than you or not. You have no idea. So comparing yourself to another person is not very healthy. And you know, like the reason why I even picked up a barbell was because of another person. So like, I am not knocking, you know, seeing what other people are doing and being curious about that and then wanting to check it out or try it. Like I finally saw a woman whose body was similar to mine in the respect that like, you know, I have athletic legs. <laughs> like I had them my whole life. And 
here I am scrolling Instagram trying to find fitspiration. And I'm seeing all these little tiny, you know, uh, like Kayla Itzines, like she's gorgeous, beautiful, but she's teeny tiny. And I would like see women like her and just be like, I can't relate to that. Like that's my body. I don't think my body can do that. <laughs> you know, I genuinely just would see that. And I would see it was such a stretch from how I looked. And then I stumbled across this woman and she just had this like, you know, more of an athletic build. Like she had nice built legs and she wasn't, you know, jack ripped shredded, which at the time was not what I was looking for. She just, you know, she's like a beautiful woman with an athletic build. And I was like, okay, okay, I can, I can do that. That, that looks like something my body could achieve. Now I didn't, you know, kill myself to look like her for the next several years, but it was more in my mind of like, Hey, this is possible for women like you, as opposed to you could look exactly like this. And I think that that's really important in not just fitness, not just like when it comes to your body, but in life, you know, in business, I see other women all the time posting their numbers, like straight up posting their sales revenue for the month or for the year. And some of it, like you guys, <laughs> my jaw like hits the ground and rolls, just keeps on rolling like a cartoon because I'm like, holy shit, like my brain can't even compute what it would take to make that much in a month, you know, forget like, like, that's crazy to me. But I used to feel kind of bad about myself about it. I would see these numbers. I would see these sales that these women were making. And I'd be like, Oh, I'll never get there. And now I look at that. And I think this is a mirror like this shows me what is possible. Because if this woman can do all of this amazing stuff. Like, why can't I? There are a lot of women out there kicking ass and taking names. And who am I to say that I am so special that I can't be like them, or I can't be similar to them, I guess you could say. So I think taking comparison and really just kind of reframing it, you know, use it as a mirror and not as a way to feel bad about yourself. If it's your goal, like, you can get to a similar place, but you cannot, your body will never look exactly like another woman's body. Especially if you don't know what's underneath there. A lot of the times we say, Oh, I want abs. Like, Oh my God. For me, like the epitome of being fit was having abs. I really thought that that was what I needed to be fit. And I've never seen abs on myself. I don't know if it's possible for me genetically. I just don't know. And I've had to come to terms with like, that's okay. I'm fine with that. I don't have to be walking around, you know, jack shredded with abs, but also, you know, for some people that's impossible for them to do consistently. It might just be like a, um, maybe they're a competitor and maybe they get down to that weight and that's just what they have abs and then they go away and then other people have abs all year round. And I don't know how that's possible, but they do it. And you know, maybe they're not hungry. Maybe they're completely happy. And that's just like what their body does, but our bodies are so different. So I really would go back in time and shake my shoulders and say, you know, Hey, just because something works for someone else does not mean that it'll also work for you. It could, but don't be hell bent on that outcome. So yeah, those are my five things I wish I knew when I started my fitness journey. Of course, there are a million more, I'm sure. (laughs) There's so many more, but I feel like I hit like some of the major ones, the major points. 
And you know what, if you're just starting out your fitness journey, I hope this helped you. And I hope that you're able to see that like your effort and your consistency and your progress is your own. It's no one else's and you can't have what someone else has. And that's okay. And that your progress is not linear. It's going to go up and down and back and forth and ebb and flow. And that's okay too. We don't have to spend every single day counting every morsel that goes into our mouths. Like we want to live our lives. And that doesn't mean, I don't mean live your life, you know, face planting into a pizza every day. But I mean, live your life. Like we shouldn't have to count everything every day that you're alive. Get out and just enjoy yourself. You know, some days you just got to enjoy yourself. It's totally fine to do that. And if you've been in your journey for a long time or as long as me or longer than me, I hope that you got something out of this too. I hope that you have heard some things that you were like, oh, yep, learned that one. Or maybe there's something that you haven't learned yet and you're now kind of noodling on it and thinking about it. So I'm going to leave you with that. And also guys, if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook or you listen regularly to our Self Love Sunday, I am hosting a free workshop coming up soon. I am not entirely sure of the date yet. So I'm not going to spit that out, but it will be in the next like couple of weeks, week or so. And it's just like a totally different thing. I'm not talking about nutrition. I'm not talking about like that kind of science. I'm kind of actually pulling back the curtain and, and showing you guys what I'm learning in the certification program that I'm in right now. It is like a life coaching certification that focuses on food and body, helping women kind of break out of the bullshit that we have been taught, not just taught, but that is ingrained in our belief system. So if you're the person who can't get out of your own way, or you're struggling with emotional eating, or you're struggling with binging or disorder eating or dysmorphia or things like that, this might be something you'd be interested in and attending because I will touch on things like that. And also I'm feeling really called to, and I know I don't have a ton of business owners that follow me, um, but I'm feeling really called to help women who are on the roller coaster of trying to achieve success and being successful, but not letting it be good enough. I really want to help women who just feel like they're on that hamster wheel to just be able to internally feel that validation. And also, you know, I have spoken a lot in the past about mental health, anxiety and depression or something I've struggled with. And over the past six or seven months through this program, I found so much healing in that area. Like it's wild. It is wild. And so that is something I'm going to be sharing too. So if any of that sounds like something you think you'll be interested in, just stay tuned to my stuff on my Instagram. I'll be talking about it a lot. Once I figure out when I am doing this workshop, it's going to be an hour long and it's part of my, it's part of my certification. I need to do this in order to graduate. So that's why it's free. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please share it. Tag me in your stories. I love talking to you guys. I love communicating with you. You are my favorite and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.